Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcast, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Gazette, Friday, April 7th, 2018. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by my co-host and intellectual superior, Trevor Williams. Thank you for acknowledging that. Hey, you know what? Someone had to say it, and I wanted it to be me. If I said it, it wouldn't seem humble. Right, and we all know that you're, like, super humble. Um, as far as humble people go, <laughs> I'm one of the more humble. So humble um, that you let me do the intro every week. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is our 90s movie nostalgia podcast where we watch movies that we haven't seen in forever and we talk about them before we watch them. No, you know, none of that research stuff. No. And then we w- watch it's a lot it of work. and then we talk about it again. And this week we have a guest. A Two, very, really. Uh, Really, we do have two guests because our guests brought their cute little puppy. Love you, Maisie. Yeah, hi, Maisie. Uh, and Maisie's owner, Emily Connor. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> hi. I'm the yeah. I feel like Maisie is my intellectual superior, so I brought her along just for some support. Well, she's super cute. Thanks for. We haven't had a dog on the podcast since the early days. Yeah, well, she's so. super pumped to be here. I can see, ta- tail is a wagon. We're having a great time. Emily, <laughs> uh, you. so this is uh, super awesome because you, not only are you and I really old friends. We're go really way, way back. Old. Almost, almost a score. A hundred years old. Yeah, almost a, yeah, almost a century-long friendship. But you are one of the co-hosts of uh, The Great American Love Story, which is a new podcast on the annual network. That's correct. That's our network. Yeah, that's the same network we're on. And we're all part of the same Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash the annual. You could give us all money at the same time. Yeah, um, so so excited to be on the network. And thanks for having me on the show. um, So... Tell us just a little bit about your podcast. Because when people ask me about it, the best thing I can say is it's like... My favorite murder, but with relationships. Yeah, I mean, we love my favorite murder, and uh, you know, my co-host Julie and I had a an actual radio show back in the day uh, when we were in in college. So we just wanted to right. That was Bonnie and Bonnie. That's the correct. Radio. Yeah. Back, yeah, vintage. So well, we wanted to start a podcast, um, and we just came up with you know telling really gruesome love stories that sometimes involve murder and sometimes involve, you know, having sex with cars. <laughs> so we so, we cover it all, really. There are some dolphins. I have a lot um, of questions already. Yeah, well, listen to the back catalog okay. and then get back to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I, I listened to the first episode, but then it was the second episode that I was like, it really uh, hooked, the idea hooked for me because it was, uh, you, told, you told the Phil Hartman 
Ugh. Tragedy. I know that one. Which was really sad, but uh, but all you but even when they're sad or fucked up, you guys managed to be funny. So yeah, we tried to keep it light. Yeah, and uh, also uh, I like hearing uh, Julie's um, antics of being a teacher of small children. Yeah, she loves to drop those little nuggets in yeah. there. Um, and every once in a while, we do a real love story. Yeah. Which, you know, you really, that's a little, that's the little prize at the bottom of the cereal box. So keep listening. <laughs> like it actually works out in the end. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like no one dies sometimes. What? I know. It's hard to believe that love is like that sometimes. Well, it's like for us, every once in a while, we get to watch a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Like that's last true. week we did The Fifth Element. Oh, um, but then also that. sometimes we're surprised by uh, the movie because we're, we're never quite sure if it's going to hold up. Uh, and this week, I haven't seen this week's movie in forever. Yeah, same. And same. it was chosen by you. Yes. And this week's movie is... Harriet the Spy. Harriet yes. the Spy. Starring yes. Michelle Trackenberg of Pete and Pete yeah. and Road Trip. Yeah. And Buffy. <laughs> road Trip? <laughs> and Buffy. Was she yeah, she was in Road Trip. What is Road Trip? It was, it was like a, 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 a screwball teen comedy with boobs. Was it Tom Green in it? My favorite genre. Yeah, Tom Green was in it. I don't remember she was in that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, she's in it. She's a babe. (laughs) I knew knew this was going to come up. Right, because everybody, because like, there was like, oh my gosh, Michelle Trackenberg, remember her from Pete and Pete and Mary the Spy? That's gross. She grew up. She was like seven. Yeah, well, I mean, we we were too, though. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. I loved her character, Nona, on Pete and Pete. She was the girl with the cast yes. that was just always on. But in like one episode, they show her secretly take it off, and she she scratches her arm with like a key. Oh yeah! Like and she's just like loving that moment, and then she puts her cast back on. I love that too. Because there's always that kid. There's always right. that kid who always had a cast on, yeah. always had a broken bone. And her dad in Pete and Pete was Iggy Pop. I did not remember oh, that. Oh yeah, I remember That's that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. But we're not here to talk about Pete and Pete. I we're here to talk we about Nickelodeon's <laughs> first movie. First feature-length wow. film. Yes. Harry the Spy, the, the orange VHS tape. Yes. So cool. really stood out at the old blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, so, uh, so for, I mean, first off, Nickelodeon. Good job, Nickelodeon. Good job, Nickelodeon. Thanks for Ren and Stimpy. Wish there had been more slime in this movie. Yeah, no slime. Slime has no really fallen out of style <laughs> for kids' entertainment. Which is unfortunate. Um, kids are actually manufacturing their own slime. Actually, these you're days. right. We have yeah. actually not the first time that's come up on this podcast because we're both teachers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's true. I'm an art teacher. Yeah. Literally, every uh, time kids come into my class, they're like, "Are we making slime today? We're slime slime day." I'm like, "No, it's never slime day." Why? Why do you think that? It's never. Maybe. It's never slime. It's never day. slime time. But like, if slime you, time live. Yeah, if you watch Nickelodeon in yeah. the old in the olden days. Yeah. Know your it parents was, could get slimed. It was always slime, or you were diving into a giant. Hey, be careful! Pie don't say I don't for... know. Or a huge nose. <laughs> yeah, just digging around in a big old nose for a red flag. Yeah. Oh, oh so great. Oh man. <laughs> Double dare. We still Harry we want to do like a Nickelodeon episode where we like watch like. Oh, actually, I thought about this the other day doing like a Snick episode where we oh, watch like Snick. A, a Snick block of of TV shows. Yeah, but like which era of Snick? Um, oh well, that's pretty easy. Uh, first of all, you got to get. <laughs> Roundhouse in there because what the fuck was that show? I don't even know what exactly. Gotta get Ren and Stimpy. Are you afraid of the dark? And Clarissa explains it all. Sure, sure. Were those all Snick? I feel like some of them were Friday. 
Because there's remember there's TJF, which is not what, Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah, that was that Family Matters. Family Matters. Matter. Uh, yeah. Boy Meets Dead World. By step. Day by day. Day by day. Okay, Harriet. So um, <laughs> look, Harriet the Spy was great. Book was better. Um, actually, get it. you can read. Okay. No, All right. No, actually, never, never read the book. Did you guys ever read Harry no. the Spy? I think I did. Yeah. Wow. You, you are, are intense. I was a superior. Yeah. Uh, movie was fine. Movie was great. I saw it in the theaters. Wow. Yeah, I remember I, think, I saw it. In I, the I did theaters. too. Yeah. Um, Rosie O'Donnell is yeah, also in it. That's <laughs> my. That is my Rosie. biggest mem- <laughs> memory. <laughs> Throwing koosh balls everywhere. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Rosie. Also very 90s, the Koosh Ball. Yeah. The koosh, yeah. Um, so obviously, Harriet the Spy, it's co- I love this dog. I'm just sorry. No, <laughs> no. Hey, everyone. There's you, a great dog here. There's a super I'll, great dog walking around loving us. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's called Harriet the Spy, but she's really Harriet, like, the detective. Yeah. She's right? an investigator. No, well, I remember she has a notebook where she writes everything oh, that she Oh, right. She's, she's observing. Yeah. But really, it's just like... Uh, uh, well, what is you know. the difference between a detective and a spy? So glad you brought that up. So glad. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about yeah, this too. On. I was like, okay, so a spy usually reports to some sort of higher agency, oh. and also often has like a, a government. Also, ha- usually has a secret identity. Mm. Mm-hmm, a lot of the time. That's fair point. Whereas a detective, they might just be working for themselves, like a Jessica Jones or you know, like a private eye kind of thing. Oh, and so I don't know. I don't think she was reporting. James to Bond. James Bond was a spy. Double agent. Was James Bond a double agent? Is that what you're saying? Well, double double dragon. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't think that's what that was for. No, that's what it means. I don't think that's what that's what a double agent is. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it's different. I think I think we did just great. So Harriet, the detective, Harriet spy. What I loved most about that whole spy genre for kids is like there was a spy shop that you could go to. Oh, yes. yeah. And you, oh, man, like you could get all those kits. cool. Oh, do you, do you remember the commercials for those like spy toys? Yeah. Like yeah. gadgets. Invisible and, like, ink. Invisible ink would be there. All kinds of binoculars and mm-hmm. telescopes. Uh, honestly, there wasn't a lot of like high tech stuff because no. you're kids, but I don't know, like maybe a listening device or something like that. Yeah, I definitely had a number of those items after really? watching the movie because I was so obsessed with uh, with the idea of spying. Oh, it's awesome! Like, who am I gonna spy on? Though I had no neighbors yeah, well, close to my house, and I no feel like as soon as you neighbors. start spying on anyone. You're a little kid. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like, yeah. What are you doing? Here? We're not actually or good like, at it. I mean, can you imagine like trying to spy on your mom and dad at the wrong time? I it's don't gonna, want to. That's yeah. as far as we need to go with that conversation. Yeah. It's not going to end well. Gross. No. Yeah. Um, and like, but I do remember watching this movie, and like, uh, it had like it did. It sort of like inspired like this like Snoopy. Yeah, it turned us into yeah. little narcs. Yeah. A little- <laughs> <laughs> just like exactly who's doing something wrong in the neighborhood yeah that guy's sketchy let's you know i don't know Take investigate secret picks yeah yeah um so i know so michelle trackenberg rosie o'donnell um i know rosie O'Donnell, they go on like a date like rosie o'donnell goes on a date with this guy who is um uh charlotte's husband in sex in the city Mm. Um, <laughs> the bald guy. He's also in California. Cage. I forget the actor's name. David Duchovny. Exactly. 
You do? What? No, no, I wish. <laughs> uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I do not know actors' names. Yeah, I don't, especially the ones that are like, you know, that guy is in everything. Yeah, he's bald. Yeah, he's bald. <laughs> Esteemed character actor. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Harriet's parents are probably played by somebody. I feel like they're, yeah, but they're super absent is one reason that... Yeah, Rosie's well, that's why. Yeah, Rosie, because Rosie's the au pair, I guess. She's just raising this girl right. on her own. Right, and is then she very wealthy. Rosie gets it? fired. I don't oh. remember that. Yeah, me either. Well, well, okay. Oh, you don't. Okay. Well, what guess I, what? You're the guest. It's uh, your job. You gotta rehash the plot, and oh, Trevor and I will <laughs> and chime in. Thank God it's not me. Goo. <laughs> 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 so we have Harriet. Harriet, and she's in a kitchen. And she pulls out some white bread. Mm. Yes. And she slathers on the most disgusting con- delicious, delicious mayonnaise. To humans. Wow. Well, mayonnaise, and then she slaps some tomatoes on there, and that's her meal every day. So, and that's the whole plot of the movie. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> Emily, you can you can if you go to annualpodcast.com, you can find Emily's little like one sentence bio. And it says that she likes to uh, spend her time avoiding opaque white condiments. Yeah, such as mayonnaise, <laughs> not limited to sour cream or it's, cottage cheese. Sour cream is great, and it is not a condiment. That is it is foul. a food group. It, no, no, thank you, please. It's, it's called dairy. It goes uh, in tacos. Yeah. Can I say the f bomb? Yeah, we yeah. say yeah, we say fuck here. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? thanks for asking. So I know that that what is going to be yeah, right. she makes really it, triggering so she, for me while we watch this movie. <laughs> so she loves she loves to, well at the time I hated tomatoes and that was the part that grossed me out. I did it was too. just tomato and mayonnaise sandwiches. Ugh. It's pretty gross actually. Yeah, that was so it. So therein lies the conflict of the film. Uh, yeah. So for the rest of the film, someone steals her tomato and mayonnaise sandwich, and she's like, "I must spy until I find it." Yeah. I spy. But then tomatoes. there's a whole. There's like a few friends. There's there's a right. little boy who has a great bowl cut, who's a friend, and then awesome. there is an African American little girl who is also a friend. And then oh, really? I feel like maybe there's some conflict because she is spying on everyone, and then there's a notebook. There's a composition notebook, right? Yeah. She's and that's what she writes. Every she writes right. and writes and writes, and I, I remember she like wants to be a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then someone finds it, and right, because she writes about all of her classmates. Yeah, like the kid with the purple socks. And then right. And then yeah, she... Yeah, do you remember that? Yep. Kind of. <laughs> you don't remember that? My God, your memory. When I listen to these podcasts, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> How does he know that? Part? I don't know. I really hope there's a kid with purple socks now. A <laughs> <laughs> kid with the purple socks. Um, and then for some reason, she's like covered in blue paint at some point. Yeah, I do remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. something explodes or something. There's like some kind of Rube Goldberg machine in art class, yeah. and the kids are trying to get back at her. And right. She gets right, all this right, paint right. dumped right. on her. Yeah, because her composition notebook is like, it's like the equivalent of like the burn book and mean girls. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, um, but I think, and I think she ends up, this is like happens, I think later in the movie because I think her friends, she also writes about her friends mm-hmm. because like each of her, like I the, the boy with the bowl cut, he like has kind of a sad situation with yeah. his dad where he like, he has, he does like all the accounting for their household and stuff. And they're like, I guess poor. I don't know. 
God, there's nothing like a kid with a bowl cut and an adding machine. Yeah. <laughs> so warms my heart. His kid is bowl cut and his abacus. Just sliding the little Counting. pegs. I just know, love a good and... preteen who knows his numbers. Kid's doing some taxes. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't remember what she says about her other friend, but uh, I remember uh, Rosie's in it and they. Eventually, she gets fired because... Uh, because Harriet is a spy? Yes. <laughs> and, Ro- and Rosie yeah, was a Russian sleeper agent. No, because yeah, her exactly. and bald... Uh, Rosie and bald character actor take Rosie out for dinner <laughs> when they like mess up dinner, and then the parents come home, and they're not home, and cell phones don't exist, so they didn't text the parents to say that they were going to be out. And they're like, we're mad at you, and you're fired. And then they're like, wait, we overreacted. And then Rosie's Who's like... going to watch our child? And, and Rosie's like, this. no... No, Harriet needs me to leave. She's growing up. This oh, yeah. is a coming of age story, and no one can come of age if they have an overbearing au pair that's trying to, uh, you know, cultivate a creative young mind mm-hmm. and lob cush balls. Yeah, in her general direction. Her and esteemed character actor <laughs> Tim Chimson Baldman <laughs> go off into the sunset. Um. Also, I also feel like there's a point at which there is some kind of amazing montage with a great 90s, like... They go to, like, this, like... Pop, punk, ooh. grungy song that... And I'm curious to see, like, Oh, yeah, I'm sure the music's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, they go to, like, this, like, junkyard place. Yes, yes, yes. And I think it might... Th- there's, like, a woman there who's, like, I think, like, a sculpture artist or something. Mm. In my head, it's the woman from Ernest Scared Stupid. I was gonna say, it's yeah. definitely her, the yeah. witch from Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Uh, which you can also, if you want to, we have, you know, go back. We did an episode on Ernest Scared Stupid or save it for Halloween time. You could save it up. Yeah. Or just watch it every but day. But yeah, they're definitely like going through this like magical place with right. all these like recycled items. Because like a bicycle wheel. Yeah. Hours. And a drumstick around it. Yeah. And like, ting, like, ting, uh, ting. like soda bottles with different colored liquids in them. Whoa, and they're like going ting, 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 ting. Yeah. It's like banging on a trash can. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> the 90s were a good time to get funky with recyclables. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, you had the big help. With Nickelodeon, do you remember the big help? I do, actually. Where you would call and like, pledge hours of service to your community? Yeah. We all felt like we were really saving Emily's the Emily's looking at me like, no, I don't remember that. I, I have <laughs> such a bad memory. I remember. I didn't do it. I, I remember other people <laughs> doing it helping. and feeling well, good about the I world. I definitely pledged hours and then did nothing. Oh, you I called Stick Stickly <laughs> that's like worse. a lot. Stick Stickly. Right to me, Stick Stickly, P.O. Box 963, New York City, New, New York, York City, 10108. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Eventually it comes back. It does back. come back. Wow. I've uh, For years, I've wanted to write him knowing that it would probably just get returned, but who knows? Like what? What if he just has hey. an old white beard now? Hey, listeners, uh-huh. write to Stick Stickly. Write <laughs> to Stick Stickly, New York City, New York State, <laughs> PO Box nine six three one zero one zero eight, New York City. Do it. See what happens. <laughs> Whatever address what that will is, happen. just starts getting inundated with just like. Hundreds of because hundreds that's you know tens like, maybe, maybe tens yeah. somewhere if we're between lucky. thirty-two and forty letters because that's kind of our average right now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> at the spot. Miss, yeah, missing Stick that. Stickly, missing Mister Stickly. I hope that Stickly shows up. He's not. What gonna. What is the conflict in this movie? I think that <clears throat> she has discovered her notebook is discovered by someone, and I don't remember who. 
Okay. And then everyone's the Russians. Isn't there like someone in the, something is happening in the community? There's a person who's like she like well, there's thinks a person of interest. She, she suspects suspects. She suspects. She, uh, she, that. She, yes. I suspect that you are doing evil. <laughs> she, You're doing an evil. She suspects someone like in her neighborhood of like like I don't know, like yeah. murder or something. It's like pretty heavy. the uniformed man or something. He's like Ooh. wearing a yeah, suit. There's like a guy that lives like in a in a big like mansion or something. You're thinking of and there's Casper. a is there a dumb waiter? <laughs> there's definitely, definitely Casper, yeah. A dumb, stupid waiter who doesn't stupid know how to waiter. serve. You know have, what I mean. Can't even carry anything. <laughs> you know how mansions have dumb yeah, waiters for sure. I, isn't there oh, a part is she where like she's hiding in one? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Had so much happen. There's so many like adventures and antics in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there are so many. I'm also pumped. She had a raincoat. Oh yeah. Yeah, she had like so like she kind of like her her own like superhero like outfit, mm. but it was like a raincoat and um she she had spy gear. She had like little uh, uh you know binoculars. binoculars. Binox. Binox. Um and that's all you need to spy. Mm-hmm. It honestly yeah, in like a notebook. Yeah, like most spies don't and, really have a spy. Well, and like think. or like and if you <laughs> that if, and, if you, and, and if you can afford it a camera with like a huge <laughs> telephoto lens, yeah. you know. That's good. That is, I just <laughs> sewn into the hem of every one of her shirts. Just re- right underneath one of her fake molars. Yeah. yeah. Just she bite down on it. What's, it's the really movie, what, what's the movie where that happens? I don't know. Most spy movies, I feel like. I think uh, is, I think there's a in a Marvel movie. There's like a hail hydra. Oh yeah, it's very yeah. It's yeah. definitely a hydra thing. Uh, if you guys could have one really cool piece of spy gear, what would it be? Can th- be anything. Can't just be. It doesn't have to be from the kids' spy shop. I think uh, when I was a kid, it was definitely like uh, a, a thing that could let me hear stuff really, really. Far and it's got away. like a radar dish yeah, with a little yeah, thing that sticks out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's not or not, discreet or at all. Goggles. Oh, those are really good. What about you? Uh, you know, definitely teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot she teleports in this movie. Yeah, it's a little. It's Remember a little her skin. Her skin gets blue, and she starts teleporting. Does she turn into a, like, like a, a puddle, and like she can go underneath yeah, doors and stuff? Uh, <laughs> she yeah. yeah. with yellow electricity. Capri Sun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's go Capri. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so teleport. It's a device or it's just a, a power? It's definitely a device. Okay. A teleportation. Yeah. I didn't have an It's actually a device. It's actually. It's, it's one of the best powers I can think actually of. Actually, a dumb waiter. Oh, yeah, so. you just jump you t- right inside, and teleport. it takes you to a different floor of yeah. the house. So yeah. a dumb waiter. Yes, a dumb waiter is my dumb. But a portable one. <laughs> you can just like get him like <laughs> set it up wherever you want. What about you? It's kind of magic again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I guess like a cool like drone or something. I don't know. These days, mm. that mm. they didn't exist yeah. then. Yeah, Perfect. but then because I, I, like... I don't want to leave my house, so I just like have a little remote control and fly my drone around and be like, "Huh, oh, that's what they're doing." Cool, good day of spying, everyone. You see, now any douchebag can have a drone, though, and often they do. Yeah, yeah we're talking about douchebags, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're a loyal listener and you have a drone, we're not talking about you. Not you at all. Yeah, but hey, if drones you a, are cool. Hey, though. if you do have a drone and you want to tell us about it. Now available OV at gmail.com. Don't assassinate us with your drone. Yeah. 
Thanks. Okay, we're in a basement. Drones aren't super sneaky though. You can always hear them like a little mosquito. <laughs> yeah, like they're not. You're just like, hey. No, they get high hey, up guy. enough. You can't really hear them though. Maybe like a maybe like a cockroach with a little camera Ooh, on it. That's good. You know, God. like in the Fifth Element. Like in the Fifth Element. <laughs> that's the future. Um, I don't know. Night vision goggles are a really good one though. That's yeah, that would be cool, pretty sweet. No I wanted what. those since Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, you can really see that T-Rex better with them. Yeah, or see the goat disappear. <laughs> they were not useful at all in that movie. There was plenty of light. Yeah. Why the fuck do you need that? In fact, it looks like it's obscuring your vision more. <laughs> yeah. Stupid, but this isn't about Jurassic Park. Oh, man. Um, do you, does anyone remember how the movie becomes resolved like the conflict is i don't resolved. i really don't remember the the plot at all really just remember yeah. the purple <laughs> purple sauce I, well i just remember she's a spy <laughs> there's a bunch of like cool funny things that happen because it's a nickelodeon Great movie junkyard. i remember mm-hmm. it being a big deal because it was nickelodeon's first movie think, yeah it was a huge and deal. then i th- think their next movie was good burger i, I think <laughs> maybe a rugrats movie came before uh, okay. that but actually no maybe it was good burger good but that's burger. also on the list welcome to good burger so good really <laughs> shaped my personality as a oh, young yeah. girl good oh, burger yeah. <laughs> yes. the, now the sketches on all that or or the movie the sketches but i, mean, I, forget, I will did tell you, you did you have cable I did. I okay. was kind of spoiled growing no, up. No, no, I had I mean I had cable. Too. Did oh. you have cable? I had cable. Okay, we all had cable. Cuz every all... once in a while, you know, you know everyone has a friend or two that has like didn't have cable, so or you're like, like didn't have TV and you're like, "Well, you're a well, no, brilliant genius now." Yeah. No, but no, or, well, <laughs> was or, it religious if they didn't reasons? have if they didn't have, <laughs> if they didn't have cable, um, but they had TV, those people love Arthur. Aww. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but no, taking it back to all that our friend Anne Marie and I, you know, we met in like third or fourth grade. Mm-hmm. We used to write love letters to Kel like every day, <laughs> which is sends so some orange soda along. So weird. <laughs> like he's not. Uh, you know what? I bet he would probably like to get those like he's today. Prob- yeah, he probably needs a little. Boost. Just send them to New York City, New York State. <laughs> send him to Stick. He'll he'll forward he'll them. He'll send them along. He makes sure everything gets to Kel. That's PO Box nine six three. One oh one oh eight. Care of two Cal Mitchell care of sticks to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not an ideal boyfriend. I don't know why we were so into that guy. Like he was I mean, just he, a big ding dong. He was a free spirit. He really was. I mean, was. I was uh, I was always a little more of a <laughs> Keenan positive. fan, I feel like. Uh, like humor wise? No, just I think just in general he seemed to uh smoke uh, a lot of weed. I don't know. I <laughs> Yeah. No, actually, in retrospect, it was probably Kel. Because he yeah, loved orange soda. For sure, it was Kel. <laughs> he he was always messing up. Uh, it was like, Kel. every once in a while, you'd be thinking, who loves orange soda? Kel. Kel loves yeah. orange soda. <laughs> and also, who put the screw in the tuna? Oh, man. <laughs> Anyone remember that? Yes! I put, put the, the screw, screw in the tuna. <laughs> Oh, Nickelodeon. We do need to have a whole just Nickelodeon episode. Um, all right. Uh, Harry the Spy, any final uh, memories or things in, about, like, I really, I feel like we described the plot as best we could. <laughs> yeah, I got There's going to be some kind of conflict. Rosie O'Donnell gets fired. 
and there's a lot of mayonnaise. And whatever, I feel like whatever the the conflict is, like the person of interest of like some kind of crime, it's either going to be like legit, like this person killed someone, or it's going to be all a hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah, I'm super pumped to hear the soundtrack too. Yeah. So I'm hoping for some, maybe some third eye blind. I'm hoping for some Polaris. Maybe a little oh, yeah. sixpence. Should we take some bets on whether we think that it was actually? I mean, I kind of hope that it was a real crime situation because otherwise she seems crazy. I think it was, and I think that is how she is absolved of like, like something. Actually, hey, was. you guys thought I was mean because I wrote everything down that I saw, Ooh, but hey, I just what? stopped this guy from uh, yeah. trafficking these young girls. Right, it's gonna be like a bunch of evidence in the <laughs> court case. Really heavy on this one to really teach some kids well, you know, some lessons. There was Nickelodeon yeah. and there was the Disney Channel, and Nickelodeon was, was edgy. That. It was way edgier. Yeah, there was slime. There was slime. There was no. There was slime. There was, there was gross. Ren and, there was Ren Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy, which like extreme you, close up. <laughs> when you think about like Ren and Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, These um, weird even uh, Salute Your Shorts for like, children's entertainment, they were, they were really pushing the envelope. They're like, like, yeah, that's because I think they were like, let's let's appeal to kids from age eight. To 18, we'll get the college crowd into. Yeah, my mom loved Ren and Stimpy. She would watch it with us. Yeah. I wasn't, at, at one period in time, not allowed to watch it. I've heard that from a lot of and people. Then, but I we watched it anyway, and it was fine. I had more friends that weren't allowed to watch it, that's for sure. Yeah. It was a disgusting and amazing show. Yeah, it was. Uh, <sighs> nice. All right, well, I think, uh, I think we're ready to watch Harry the Spy. Uh, cool. You at home should watch it. Uh, if you're playing along, uh, we're gonna watch it on Hulu. It's on Hulu right now. So. Can we have some popcorn? We can. We can get snacks. Yes. Snack time. We can uh, go to the concession. Uh, that's French for concessions. Oh, oh, sorry. That's so smart. Went right yeah. over my head. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Hulu, Harry the Spy, probably find it on YouTube too, or wherever you find your orange movies. VHS. Yeah. Hop it in. All right, so see you later. talk about i mean you've you've listened to the podcast before oh sure once or twice yeah of course that was the part where we we see if it held up like if we still like we it talk about it as I'll, adults. T- I'll tell you one thing got a lot of stuff wrong just in terms of where the plot where we thought the plot might go also that uh bald guy <laughs> Uh, not, not the guy. The guy from Some Psycho other guy. City. This guy, Eugene Lipinski, mm-hmm. was his name. Eugene did a great job. Yeah, super good. For like the one scene he was in. Yes. Um. All right. Also, no murder. <laughs> there was no. Yeah. No murder. No real like person of interest. No, no actual crime. They kind of we allude to like that. some. Yeah. They yeah they kind of allude to something interesting about to happen when she goes into the dumb waiter. Yep. But it's just. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. 
from there. from <laughs> Ernest Scared Stupid. That was great. I can't uh, believe yeah. she showed up. So th- there were uh, there's a junkyard montage. Different we person. Checked, Different we person. Did it. It's not really a junkyard. It's just her cool yard, though, right? Yeah, it, and she it's makes like, like she's like a cool, she's a visionary artist. She's yeah. a uh, yeah a sculpture lady. Sort of like go wild, kids. Make something that I haven't seen before. Just be yes. dreamers. Yeah, hang a bunch of neckties in a tree and let's get wild. Just yeah. get weird. Yeah. So really, I didn't real. I didn't just did not remember this movie is really just about being a, a a kid in transition. Yeah, it's a coming of age. It's about how middle school sucks. Middle yeah. school is rough. It's, it's about kids mean it's about kids being mean to each other. Yeah, and then writing Harriet. mean things down. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah. Cuz Harriet was not nice. Harriet is really mean. Well, cuz like I remembered like uh you know, they find the notebook and she writes about them and I, in my head it was like all some like really harmless stuff. Yeah, and I guess compared to what some kids say to each other today, pro- probably is. Yeah, but still, it was a way. It was like he says, "If I," or, uh, she says, "If I were the kid with the purple socks and that's all I was known for, I'd hang myself. I'd hang myself." And then they read it to him, not Harriet, but the mean girl. Yeah, but so there is a difference and then between hung himself, writing mean things I down for yourself, and like thinking mean thoughts and actually saying them to yes. people. There's like a huge difference there. Yeah. Agreed. Good. Agreed. Yes. For and sure. that then that's where the kids went wrong was reading her personal stuff. Right. But then she didn't apologize right away. Yeah, and then after they retaliate, she doubles down. She doubles down and hard. just does really really mean <laughs> she gets stuff. She's super angsty. Yes. She rips all of her notebooks up and then she starts to just vandalize the school. Yeah. Yeah, and C- cutting and girls hairs off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just cut a ponytail right off a girl. And then uh, just really mean things to her, to her friends. To her good friends. Sport. To her poor friend. Sport. Sport. Spork. Who names their kids Spork? A poor, poor alcoholic writer. Yeah, so we can assume that. Wasn't an alcoholic, was eh, he? Come on. Just he's like falling asleep in weird. the middle of the day. Oh, that's he can't, true. He just like can't, he's not providing for his kids. He's a starving artist. He's definitely, I think, also. It's a nice not, house. He was an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he sabotaged uh, Science Girls' science project. Yes. He literally played with fire. Yeah. 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 She was the mad science kid that remember in the nineties when we all loved mad science. I mean, oh, yeah. to like make creepy I had crawlies a, and I had stuff. A Doctor Dreadful uh, set. Yeah, you remember Doctor Dreadful? Yeah, no. no, no. So yeah, it was like it was a boy kid. toy. Science well, kid. I had a crystal growing set. That I had was one of those. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did too. Did you have a? Did you have an Easy Bake Oven? Uh, not until I was a senior in high school. <laughs> Going away to college, I'm gonna need this. (laughs) I would like to make one. I remember my one tiny muffin, please. My sister had an easy bake oven. It's like I didn't understand. Like, how do you cook stuff by putting a light bulb in it? Yeah, it gets hot. Yeah, it gets hot. Just gets hot. Yeah, that's how we learn. But yeah, I thought Mad Scientist Girl was cool. She was in Jurassic Park too. The Lost World. The Lost World with Jeff. Goldblum. It was super 90s. I, I wrote down a couple of super 90s things that showed up. Yeah, well, there were some c- colorful montages. Yeah. So many good montages. There were actually a lot of montages. Yeah. Yeah. At this. least, no less than three. <laughs> yeah, There's a sure. game three. montage. There's, There's a tag. Tag montage. Yeah, there was sculpture revenge part. montage. <laughs> there was yeah. sculpture montage, yeah. There was an unfortunate lack of, of 90s, recognizable 90s music. Yeah, no, it was a score, and it was like... 
It was a very. I, I thought it sounded kind of like Hey Arnold's theme. Yeah, uh, it, like it the track. To, it also had yeah. kind of like a spy theme to it with a lot There's of like a, big a lot band. of like drum and bass mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but not like drum and bass. Yeah, right. Not drum and bass, but <laughs> yeah. there were drums and, and bass. also bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like there's some big band stuff, some like cool jazz, some Tito Puente, Tito Puente. Yeah, little Manteca, mm-hmm. uh, some Cuban stuff. It's great. Uh, fortune tellers. That's one thing I wrote down. You know fortune the fortune tellers. tell the uh, the thing that you fold out of paper and it's got different colors. Uh, and you go, catcher. Oh yes, give me a number. A cootie catcher? Yeah. What we, we call them fortune tellers. Sometimes they're called that. I think I've heard that. Wait, hold on. Ex- explain. I don't understand. I don't know. They, it's not that they catch cooties. It's like a dream they catcher. Don't? Yeah, it's just like a dream catcher. No, but those literally but catch dreams. All right, you guys keep talking. Okay, uh, so the the for- did you ever make fortune tellers? Oh, like? for sure. Yeah, I did too. I thought they were really cool. And you go around and you wrote like so. Okay, it started out with colors on the outside. Yeah. And you folded the paper and it looked really cool in these little triangles. And you say like Hamlet, choose a number. And you could just choose one. Or color. Oh, sorry. Choose a <laughs> choose a, choose a color. Uh, blue. And you'd be like, B-L-U-E. I can spell. And then you would fold it over, and then maybe there would be a number in there. And be like, Emily, choose a number. Right. And I would be like, eight. Okay, fine. It's kind of a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then you're like, cool, eight. Here's and your then, fortune. Yeah. Would there only be two levels? Would there be another level? Oh. I don't remember now. I only did it Maybe two there are two levels. levels. But and really, it just comes down to pick an even or odd number. Pick even or odd, and then here's your fortune. What it comes down to is that kids did so much cool shit. Let's just paper. Well, because they didn't have four cell phones. Texting, yeah, they didn't have fucking. Yeah, now there's a fucking cootie catcher app. Yeah, started with the Tamagotchi. (laughs) Now we can just cyberbully. It escalated from there. Totally. Now we just Snapchat each other. Yeah. Kids used to play in cool sculpture gardens. Yeah, and uh, also, oh, 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 the uh, the the. Shot of them with all their fists in a circle and they're going like, uh, "Eeny, meeny, miny, mo." People still do that. Kids used to play tag in the park. Yeah, what's that? Kids used to play tag in the park. Yeah, we sound like fucking. We sound like baby boomers right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wrote down baggy orange cargo pants. So much baggy pants. So much jinko jean. There was a baggy cargo pants. Yeah, that happened. There was slime. Slime happened. Sure we had slime. some slime. Yeah, her mom got slime. It was a mold experiment. It's not Nickelodeon. It was without slime. slime. Uh, it was pretty slime. No, it was not classic Nickelodeon slime. But you know, it was I new feel slime. Like, you know, at this point, you know, Nickelodeon had been around for like a decade. We plus, had an expectation, and they were like, you know, we don't want to just be known as the Slime Network. You we'll know? Just do but one we slime. are for sure gonna sneak some slime <laughs> into our first feature length film. We're gonna do Absolutely. it. We're still Nickelodeon, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. and. Uh, <laughs> I just I thought in general though it was very much like it's like wow this is really um I appreciate this more having been through sixth grade yeah and with some perspective and it's like wow yeah it uh, really sucked being a kid yeah and well we were ten when this came out and it gave us the understanding that wow middle school is kind of scary and people can be mean yeah and yeah. I don't want to be that kid in middle school when right. that happens although it was a pretty small school it was pretty much just their class. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was real small. I mean, who needs to show the whole school? Um, Rosie O'Donnell. Everyone should have a gully. Yes. Everyone should have a middle-aged woman. <laughs> so who so stoic. Them, so sage. Who's not their yeah, she, parents? She did have Such like very like uh, so wise. Yeah, she was. She was. 
very wise. Harriet's like, I'm going to try to write every day. And she's like, try a... There is no do or do not. <laughs> try or try not. There is no wait. Let me try, try that again. Try or try, try not. Or, actually, that is trying is doing something. I it's think it's a counts. Yoda figure. She was very, but she was almost too. I thought she was too. Yeah. Was did she? Was she even real? You did said Harriet she was like make her up the whole time. Yeah. Oh, oh you're like she's like a fairy tale. Gully person. was just her yeah. her her stuffed animal Whoa. the whole time. Gully was her notebook, just flapping and talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when she was actually gone to that, when their parents got mad for them going out to a movie and did it. By, oh, by the way, talking about cell phones. Their par- her parents oh, yeah. flip the fuck out because Gully and her her date take. Take her out to a dinner and a movie, yeah. and then like have which a great time would have just been a text. Oh hey, by the way, uh, we burned dinner, so we're going out. We we cool. Yeah, I cool. a note. A note would have worked. Yeah, yeah, notes were invented at that time. True, true. Oh, by the way, um, your daughter loves me more than you. So they it, knew that. Yeah, right. it doesn't matter. So yeah, they get mad at Rosie. They fire her. You remember Tom remembered this like to a T. You had there that was some whole dialogue. thing like that. Yeah, what was that? What was the line? I said it was the first. I remember this is the first time I heard and (laughs) and understood the phrase a blessing in disguise Mm. because she burns the bratwurst. She doesn't like bratwurst. I know. She must really like that bald guy that's not that guy we were thinking about. She's like, hey, what's your favorite food? I'll cook it. And he's like, ah, bratwurst. Who says that? I think it's probably bratwurst. That guy. Yeah, but he says a blessing in disguise when it gets burned. And I was, yeah, I remember that. So, yeah, Rosie leaves the end of Act One. I do remember, um, I think, because I think, I'm pretty sure my mom took us to see this in the theater. And I do, like, they advertise Rosie O'Donnell's in this movie, and she is, she is. But I mean, mom was a huge Rosie O'Donnell fan, and I remember she was kind of bummed. She's like, "Oh, she I thought, thought she might be in it a little. That's that. a little bit more." Yeah, she's but not hey. even that funny in it. She's like a little funny and like a really understated. No, you want to see classic Rosie? Whimsical. You watch A League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Yeah, oh, that's some sure. good Rosie. That's, Ma- great. that's you get Rosie and Madonna as a little comedy duo. There's a great little yeah something going on. That's good. <laughs> But yeah, and then Gully leaves, and that like kicks up. That's the catalyst for the whole downward yeah. spiral. Gully's like, you know who's thing. ready for me not to be here? Harriet. And Harriet's Let's just like, set her off on her own in the most, the yeah. three most tumultuous. Yeah. And also, of her life. hormones are about to kick in. And also, I don't want to be I'm here out. for that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, instead of like, instead of like uh, taking a step back and but still come to see her, and because you know, I'm basically a parent to her. Right, I'm just gonna cool. disappear out of her life. Where are you going, Gully? Yeah, where Who did knows? you go? Maybe I'll travel the world. Yeah, she doesn't even tell Harriet where she's going. She doesn't even know. She so just... that is just like strike one. I think she goes to Amsterdam, and she hooks up with the estranged oh. father of the mean girl. And they get high as fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's why she's never coming back. <laughs> she's never coming. She yeah. doesn't remember. <laughs> she's strung out. Where is I from? Somewhere East Coast? We determined it was Toronto. Yes. The movie yes. was filmed in Toronto. What? Yeah, that doesn't mean that's where it's supposed to be set. Right. True, 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 true. It's hey. probably Toronto. Toronto. Tor- Toronto. Toronto. Toronto's. We're from Toronto. <laughs> uh, guys, how do you feel about parents taking away positive creative outlets as punishment <laughs> well, for children? I gotta say, I definitely, I was like, fucking big mistake. I don't know about you guys, but I had my guitar taken away when I was a kid. At least once. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to play in my high school band for a while. 
Really? I got in trouble, yeah. Oh, I was forced to play in my high school band. Uh, not my extracurricular high school band, I should say. Not like okay. the band. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I wanted to quit marching band. Yeah, Tom had to go to marching year. band every summer. And you would have to go early. And I remember, I, remember um, I was like, I was, I was like, you know, I was acting out. You know, I was, I had Whoa. some troubles going on. And I remember I was like, I want to quit marching band. I remember my, uh, my stepdad, who, by the way, great guy. Love Steve. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. Hey, Steve. Um, but he was, you know, was having like a fatherly discussion with me. Like, so why do you want to, why do you want to quit, uh, quit marching band, huh? Is it to, uh, so you can, uh, catch a buzz? Try to smoke a few doobies. <laughs> Trying to smoke two <laughs> joints in the morning, but I remember him saying "catch a buzz," and it was kind of like a quintessential, like, like, <laughs> like dad that moment. Is such a dad <laughs> phrase. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, pal. He was dadding so he, hard. He like turned the chair backwards. He took his glasses let's, off. Let's wrap. <laughs> Which there was totally a moment, like that moment where the in this movie when the parents sit down with Harriet and we're like, we're gonna take your notebook away and we're gonna send you to a child psychologist who's gonna turn right around and tell us that that was a big mistake taking <laughs> your creative outlet away. For real. Harriet wants to be a writer. She doesn't even want to be a spy. Like the movie should be called Harriet the Writer. Harriet collecting that just data. Doesn't have yeah. Like a yeah, that doesn't have a great ring She's to it. She's doing research on humans so that she can have good material to write about. Well, what's in interesting because it also it teaches a lesson about like observation and 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 journalism and saying like you can't just report your observation like you have to like dig deeper and find the, you know it's not just it's not just what you see. It's you your can't be a, about what if you, you want to just be a tabloid writer. Okay, great. Take a picture and write about yeah, it. Take but, a picture you know. of Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Just write something about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was a crime at the beginning though. There the was the very first scene. Yeah. There was was this guy a very bad crime. She's poorly observing executed. in her. She has spy roots and she's observing. And the guy steals this old lady's purse and then he decides to run straight for a stack of produce eggs. and he eggs. He tries to clear it and she's there and she he like sees her in the last second because he's clearly going to make that six foot jump over <laughs> the produce but he's interrupted when six he sees six foot vertical leap yeah it's like what do you what's your plan here and he ends up just plowing straight into the thing because he sees Harriet and she's like crime never pays she doesn't say that but she she makes a face like crime doesn't pay so I'm I'm curious uh, was this a good movie like, what, like do you mean, what, do you what do you mean by that? Like, I, it was much more complex than I thought it was going there, to be. It, it was, there it, were a lot of lessons. Yeah, a lot of feels. It was cute. There it was, was funny. Darkness to it. I felt as that was a little disjointed. Like I don't think it flowed really well. Yeah. yeah well, it it it, did, it was interesting because it was obviously a movie for kids, but it was really it was a uh, a kid's personal journey through like. Some becoming shit. like going, like you know because they there's that whole theme of like they're in class and they're watching like those mm-hmm. those puberty videos yeah. Yeah, from like right? the sixties yeah. or seventies yeah and um and it's so and that's like I I don't know why I didn't remember when we were like trying to think of the plot like we, we kept thinking like oh there's gonna be some like is there actually a like some crime thing. yeah right but it was really it's no it's just about growing up and how yeah. it sucks like yeah, yeah like she fucks conflict. up real bad yeah. the conflict and, yeah was life. Yeah, and like having Whoa. to make amends, she learns a lesson from uh, from Rosie O'Donnell. 
What's your character? Gully. Name? Which which lesson? So, well, the, I think that towards the end, Gully comes back because she's you know probably gets frantic calls from the parents like, please help, please help, please yeah, help us. This child. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, hey, first of all, you have to apologize, but also you're gonna have to lie. Now that's which, kind of a philosophical conundrum. I took what I took away was sometimes you have to apologize. Even when you don't mean it. Even when you don't mean it. Do you <laughs> yeah. guys agree with the the little white lies theory? Like sometimes you have to like lie and say a nice thing so that someone feels better, or like I do you think, think that that's a thing? I yeah, think a Gully, thousand percent. I think Gully does <laughs> a good job of giving the right examples. Like, yeah. someone cooks you a meal, you're not crazy about it, but you say, "Mmm, that was good." Mm-hmm. Now, if it was someone that said, "Hey, I want to be a chef." Give me your honest opinion. Right. Then you say no. Then I, I say okay. yeah. Well, I think she, her point was like, you just thank them for making you the food. Right. It's which like, actually isn't matter lying. if. Yeah. Right. Which it doesn't matter. If that it's was good really or bad, nice of like, you to make me this meal. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But would you th- was it good? Yeah. But did yeah. you like it though? Yeah. 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 That was good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> That's good. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've gotten myself into so much trouble being like brutally honest and blunt and being like, mm, oh, yeah. You smell bad. You know, when I could have just been like, not said anything, which would have been a, sure. l- a lie. My silence would have been a lie. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that we're all utilitarians here. Uh, the classic example for the, the, you know, sometimes lies can be good is uh, uh, to bring the Nazis into it. The Nazi example. Nazi knocks on your door and says, hey, you hiding any Jews in the attic? And you say no. You lie to them. I don't know. I'm lawful it's the right good. Thing to I'm do lawful it. good in the law of the land. So that's very Kantian of you. He's a deontologist. <laughs> and Kant would say, yep, you're right. It's never right to lie. Yeah, never right. No. no. It's good. Good example. Never correct. But I think I think I, I think we're all on the same page. Oh, I here. will lie all the time. You should lie. I had to learn how to do that to like socially interact with people correctly. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's like I couldn't just walk around saying everything that I think and feel all the time. Otherwise I would be like Harriet. I'd just be saying nasty stuff. Well, all yeah, the and time. I think that was part of it too, is like that was like one of the it was it was like she had to learn how to apologize, which she was also really bad she at. She was really, really shitty like, at apologizing. She, was she like, just whispered it. Even when she yeah. did apologize. <laughs> or she was like, and it wasn't, I'm sorry. And, didn't, and yeah. couldn't do it face to face. She was like, had to do it behind a closed door. Yeah, and facing and the other direction. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Spark. <laughs> I'm sorry, Spark. Spark, I'm sorry. Spark. Why'd your dad name you Spark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't teaching kids. <laughs> Any lessons? Sport, any you have a stupid name. <laughs> also, okay, so Sport is very poor. He, oh and my he god, is the what poor a kid. Cute, what a poor kid. fucking cute kid. Also, Those if you want to see more, you want to see more of that kid. Small soldiers, which is on our small list. Small soldiers is good. But uh, if you want to see a really big bowl cut that's really long in the yeah. back, yeah, like great, great angle. <laughs> Watch Harry. Just a bowl but tipped back. He's the poor kid, and then finally, his dad, the 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 allegedly, in my opinion, drunk writer. Uh, I guess you're alleging this. Gets yes. gets gets an advance from a publisher <laughs> for ten thousand dollars, which when you're poor, that's like infinite money. We're rich now, but uh, and he's talking about. He says, "Let's." I'm feeling like a fancy dinner. Let's abuse the waiter. That's what he said. He yep. said, "Let's abuse the waiter." There's a lot of questionable things. The hang your, yourself thing. Yeah, there's a. Few. She's like, "Oh, someone should kick this girl," and like, she looks like she's about to cry. Someone should kick her. Someone yeah, should kick her. Some like just mean things. Oh, and lots of like animal 
cruelty cats oh my in a God. bag. <laughs> there's a guy, names. ten cats there's, in a bag. There's the scat man guy who's like, uh, he names. He's got a hundred cats, and they're all named after dead Satchmo jazz musicians. Yeah. This is someone that Harriet <laughs> spies on regularly, yeah. and. And then when they finally the health department, oh, health department, the evil evil health department, they come and they eventually they take the cats and they show the guy from the health department just with a big sack of cats, like meowing like a, a, a giant sack. And he just Took throws it in the set. back of his truck. His tiny weird like, truck. It was a That's fucking cartoon. <laughs> like, yeah, it was very cartoonish. But like, it's well, not a cartoon. So we're like, dear God. Well, even, but even, even yeah. the, the vehicle that the health department guy drove was like this little, like, little, like, uh, what is it? It's like a pigeon truck you know like the weird little uh it's kind of truck that it looked like an drive. armored vehicle like it looked, yeah but it, it was very tiny it was yeah. it might have had three wheels yeah it was, it very, was very small cartoonish he had like a hat and a trench coat yeah the health department in canada? what is that what the health department looks like in canada maybe actually yeah that's probably what it was it's that it's uh, canadese <laughs> they're weird We're from the health department eh <laughs> There's yeah. too many cats. Let's put some cats in this bag. <laughs> Not too many uh, Canadian accents, so uh, they yeah. probably you know they probably outsourced to to America I think for their. Michelle Trachtenberg is Canadian. Yeah. Well, as we know, she's not very good at saying she's sorry. So. She's not sorry. That's true. <laughs> not sorry at all. <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes you know. You got to learn what life's all about before you know how to say you're sorry. Yep, just get your bag of milk and just suck it up, <laughs> guys. You know, I sorry. feel like <laughs> I feel like we're really alienating our Canadian listeners. <laughs> Listen, we love you guys. We want to live there. Yeah. Hey, if you you're Canadian there. and you love this movie or you know Michelle Trackenberg, you can always email <laughs> us at what now, now available ov at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of emails, we did get one. Uh, it was a Google alert that somebody signed in from a new device. Okay. Did you get a new device, Trevor? Uh, yeah, I think I got I had a new work laptop, I think. Okay. Probably, All right. So. Yeah, that's it. So, folks, hey, you got any comments, questions, suggestions? You send them on over to us. Yeah. We want to hear from you. Uh, any uh, any final thoughts on Harriet the Spy? Would you Would you recommend this to a child? I don't know. Tough to say. I think probably I would. It's I d- fun. Sure. It's a fun movie. Especially like if 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 uh if I knew a kid that was going through a rough time in like fifth or sixth grade. A little bit of an outsider. Yeah, mm. I definitely would. A creative, a dreamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Type. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somebody with a gully of their own. Or that doesn't have a gully of their own. <laughs> yeah, we could <laughs> be their gully. <laughs> Let me be your gully. Be your weird stoic <laughs> nanny. <laughs> And if you don't have a gully, you can just watch Fern Gully. And get your own gully. Fern yeah. Gully. Or Gala Gala Island? It sounds like a thing. Yeah, sure. yep. that was a show. Mm-hmm. Big Yellow Frog. Binya Binya Pollywog. It's, uh, you're correct. It was My little brother loved that show. I don't know that show. Come you're not missing anything. Let's play together. Yeah. Okay, that sounds familiar. Fun, honey, weather. It's all good to... Gala, gala, I, no? I like no it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm there, right. but I don't, I'm not going to sing along. <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, yeah. Uh, no? I'm tapping my toe. All right. Uh, well, this was a weird ending to the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emily! Yeah. Where can people... Uh, obviously, that we can get to your podcast uh, at annualpodcast.com. Yeah. You where, can, where else can we find it? You can find us on... Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, I, wherever Play, you get your podcasts, wherever fine podcasts, and are you sold. guys are on Spotify. 
We're on Spotify. That's the next. Uh, that's on my to do list for us. But uh, yeah, cool. so any of your listening apps, you can just go in there and type in the Great American Love Story. You can find great stories about love. Do you have a favorite episode you would suggest people starting uh, with? I would say episode three. Okay, it's your favorite. Oh it's wow! About... Actually, I think that's. I think I listened to two, and then weeks later, I I like started listening to past three so i i have to listen to you three. skipped three yeah. that's the best trevor's one. never heard any trevor you should but tune that's in. okay because he, he doesn't he doesn't even listen to our podcast so wow i don't really consume media <laughs> no. i hate i hate media <laughs> i mean it's not like i love listening to our own podcast it's more like a quality control thing you right. know uh, i yeah same I sometimes can't listen to your podcast because our vocal patterns are very similar. Yeah, I wonder what people will think about that after and, listening to this. Yeah, and so <laughs> it's too weird for me. Yeah, <laughs> We spent a lot of our formative years together, and I just feel like we could never separate that. Yeah, no, I, I that, think it's, Those patterns. It's been great for me, just like double Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been, I really like it. Uh, great. Uh, and, and you guys have a tweeter? Yep. Uh, T Gals podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at the Great American Love Story. And you're also on Twitter at I'm on the Tweeper at Emily Jane Connor. Great. Do, you, do, you, do you do comedy stuff and things? I'm I am a funny lady. Cool. Working on it. Cool. <laughs> that's great. Fantastic. All right. Well, well that's... thanks for having me, Yo, you guys. Hey, thank this is you such a blast. For being here. I never being. very rarely get to sit down and just watch a like consume a movie. Yeah. So that was great. Thanks for the snacks. It's fun for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. And uh thank you to the Maryland Ensemble Theater for letting us record here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and thank you to everybody. Thank you to li- for listening. Thank and, you to uh Yeah. Thank and you hey, to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Today, today is Easter. We're recording on Easter. I'm not laughing at Jesus. But it's also April Fool's Day! <laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding, Jesus. Oh, no thanks to you. <laughs> oh, that clipped real hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see you next week when we watch... <gasps> You'll just have to tune in to find out. But before we go, Trevor. Tom. Do you have any parting words of wisdom? I think we learned a lot from Harriet the Spy, uh, but mostly if you have bad thoughts about people, just keep them to yourself, mostly in your own head, uh, or, you know, on a just password protect. <laughs> Maisie. Hey, what, Maisie, Maisie. Wait, did you not hear what Trevor just said? Keep it to yourself, Maisie. All right, folks, that's going to do it. Make sure you uh, check and replace your smoke detector batteries. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> Up to Lancaster instead. There's this um, new uh, music slash avant-garde music venue in New York called The Stone. Mm-hmm. And the only bathroom in the place forces you to like walk behind performers if someone's performing. And like, but you're basically walking on stage to use the bathroom. And so it's kind of like an unspoken thing that nobody uses the bathroom, but... I've heard stories of people using the bathroom in the middle of. That's kind of fucked there up. Was like, and I yeah, really that. fucked up. And someone told me, and it's like, it's like uh, you know, new, new music, like you know, um, 
like new, you know, cla- what people would consider classical music, I guess. And so there are like some pieces that are like kind of weird and like super quiet. And someone told me once, I've, it was a piece for like, <laughs> like for yeah, flu- for like going. flute or something. <laughs> and then somebody used the bathroom, and you you could the They're person like, in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, did I interrupt your flute solo? <laughs> so off on guard. Oh, I'm playing the meat flaps accord. Heard of the show, everyone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's experimental. Uh, no, I know that we're the tag for the end of the episode. Is now. 